Welcome to the Solo Date Challenge podcast with your host, life coach, domestic violence advocate, and author, Holly Hartman. The Solo Date Challenge podcast focuses on the three S's, self-care, self-love, and solo dating. Holly will take you on a journey to learn to love yourself through intentional and unapologetic solo dating, no matter your relationship status. This is for all women of all ages. We help you go from burnout and just surviving to thriving and loving life again. We are so glad you joined us on this journey. Make sure you click subscribe on your favorite podcast player to get notified of when new weekly episodes are downloaded. You can contact us or find out more information about solo dating and get plugged into our free women's community group of thrivers on Facebook, Instagram, or at solodatechallenge.com. Please share and tag us hashtag solodatechallenge. Today's episode is sponsored by the book, I Am, Releasing the Shame of Narcissistic Abuse and Transforming Financial Poverty to Wealth Beyond Number, an international collaborative book project sharing the stories of 14 thrivers, professionally serving people on their journeys out of financial abuse and into abundance. You can purchase your own copy on Amazon or other major online book retailers today. Please leave a book review and share on social media. Hashtag I Am Releasing Shame. On today's episode, Holly Hartman sits down and chats with one of the courageous women of Solo Date Challenge. They exchange powerful stories of their own journey of healing through intentional solo dating and how they are thriving now. Now here's your host, Holly Hartman. Hello, welcome, Michelle. Um, This is Holly from Solo Date Challenge, and we are Solo Date Challenge's um, empowering women to learn to love themselves through intentional and unapologetic solo dating, no matter what your relationship status is. And uh, Michelle's been on this journey with me uh, for quite a while now, and um, I wanted to hear a little bit about you. Um, so what brought you to Solo Date Challenge and um, what was life like before? Kind of share a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I believe that I was brought to Solo Date Challenge just by a personal invite from you. And I didn't really know what it all meant. I had an idea it was about self-love and date, you know, dating yourself. But um, going through it at the time, going through a separation, I really realized I needed to make myself a priority. So I thought that would be a perfect fit. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, we met through <coughs> Optavia, um, yeah. <laughs> like Isn't a whole other funny? journey, right? <clears throat> Yeah, actually, I, I watched your video for the Halloween something for Optavia, like a, had all these series of videos, and my friend kept inviting me, and finally I was like, okay, okay, I'll watch them, and um, yours resonated with me, so that's how we connected. Yeah, it's been a beautiful journey since we've done that, too. It has been. I love it. Um, so what has your experience been like since you started solo dating, since you started intentionally dating yourself? At first, honestly, just in all transparency, it was just like, I should do this, right? I should make time for myself, kind of like a checklist item. And I really wasn't a fan of self-care because it felt like just something else I have to do, right? I should go for a walk. I should take a bath, all this baloney. And I was like, I don't have time to do anything else. But I think solo date, the big, the big eye opener for me was it wasn't about self-care as a task, something you should do. It was more about, ah, how do I want to verbalize this? It was just more about, um, 
what brings you joy? What fills your cup? What makes you feel happy? What, like, it didn't become a task. It became more something to look forward to. So that was a transition period. It took time. I mean, sometimes even in the beginning when you would post, what are you going to do this weekend to fill your cup? I'd be like, stop. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't feel that way anymore. So I definitely think even through therapy before I met you, we would talk a lot about self-care. And when I had like, you know, this little journal and she would want me to be like, what can you do for 10 minutes today? And I would just be so resentful about the whole concept because as a mom of four and a business person, like I'm, it just, I couldn't comprehend fitting something additional into my day. Now I don't feel that way at all. Now I feel like taking an hour bath is zero big deal. <laughs> if that's what I need to do to feel okay for today. So, um, it, I think solo date has helped me make that transition from self-care being a task to just something that I really look forward to and I almost can't live without. Yeah. yeah. It's been beautiful to watch your journey from that, like that where we do have a lot of blocks coming in and a lot of energy around and that man, that word should, oh, it'll paralyze us in a second. Right. Yes, and we feel like yes. we have to do it. That energy is just so much different than we get to and, and something to it look is. forward to. The first weekend I spent a whole weekend by myself just doing what I wanted. I got my hair. This would have been maybe mid-February. No, it was Valentine's weekend of 2020. I got my hair done and I went got a, a massage and I went shopping. This is before COVID shut everything down. And I had a great time and I filled my cup, but then I had this guilt afterwards. Wow. So that's another transitional piece is really getting rid of the guilt and just like, for example, if I took my daughter out for the weekend, right, and spoiled her, I wouldn't have any guilt. Yeah. Um, so having that same outlook towards myself, that there's not this residual after, like, kind of like, uh, I had a great time, but the guilt kind of ruins it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to do it again. So um, losing the guilt has been a big piece. And I also love Solidate Challenge to see what other women are doing, like, I've seen things that they're doing and I thought, oh my God, I never thought of that. Maybe I would like that. So for example, painting is a new thing I do. And um, I don't think I would have explored that without being in the group and seeing the other women, you know, post. So yeah. Also made great friends from the group. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. I know that you're fighting a cold right now. So thank you for coming on as well. So um, yeah, it, it, it really has, it really does do it wonders when we get to stop and look at what other people are doing and be inspired by what they're doing. And I think that's what makes this, um, this group just a little bit different than just going out and doing it on your own that, that we're stronger together. Right. Yeah. And I've seen other women become these beautiful butterflies in the group as well. Um, you know, just thinking of a couple of women that I've seen maybe had this similar experience or what they've posted is I've watched their journey go from, oh, you know what? I should take myself on a date. Okay. To like, it's their life now. It's their lifestyle. And, you know, they might share their hike and, and what it meant to them. Or uh, a, one of the ladies in the group posted kind of even, you know, having this pity party wallow for a couple days and then, you know, put her crown back on. It's just, it's been a great group. And I feel like I'm in a lot of groups and I feel like this one's a lot more interactive too. Um, 
So yeah, I'm digging it. So what does solo date challenge mean to you? Um, <clears throat> to me, it means putting myself first and being okay with it. Yeah. That's simple. Putting myself first and being, being actually good with it, actually great <laughs> with it. So I have went from not being okay with it, kind of dreading it to really then seeing nothing wrong with it to now I'm just great with it. Yeah. Like you I went embrace on, it now, right? <laughs> I went on a trip by myself last week. So the first trip I went on by myself, I had a lot of guilt and um, it's kind of like when you eat something really good and then it has an aftertaste, but that's really bad. Like it's artificial sweetener and you're like, ew, that's how my first trip was. <laughs> The second trip was was marvelous. There, there was never a moment I thought I shouldn't be doing this or I shouldn't spend this money or I just like every day I was like, this is the best life ever. <laughs> so that's what it, that's where it's brought me. That's a lot. You know, that's <clears throat> excuse me. That's huge. You've I'm had glad. a huge transformation since we've met. Because uh, I remember talking through those blocks with you, of like that that guilt, and I and I've I had come through that myself in my own healing journey. And I think that society puts us on that on us in a lot, and not to be in a, a victim mode, but you know we're we are programmed to do that. So we have to deprogram that first, <laughs> for <laughs> and, sure, I and then move into it. I mean, you probably remember in November, just I cried for a whole day thinking I shouldn't go on this trip, you know, well, where did that come from? Where did that whole brainwashing, I call it brainwashing from a little child, you know, and, and part of it is a not bash, bashing men. Part of it is being a woman that there's this large expectation of self-sacrifice self for everyone else. And so um, losing the guilt piece is probably the best part. Yeah. Cause you get to enjoy it now, right? Yes. <laughs> not just check the box. You get to enjoy it. <laughs> Yes. My trip last week was fabulous. And I didn't even worry about telling my kids because, you know, the first trip, they're like, you're going on a trip without us. Um, yes. So now they they actually are expecting me to do more for myself and not saying little comments like, mom, why are you doing that? They're seeing that. Oh, it's OK. Like, so I think it's healthy for them, too. <clears throat> Yeah, they, they do what we say, they do what we do, not what we say, right? Mm -hmm. So they're watching you. You're showing them, you're changing the script of what it looks like. You're you're relieving the guilt that they may have in the future of taking care of them, right? We want right. this for yeah. them. Um, so that's awesome. What are some of your favorite solo dates or ways you fill your cup? Um, well, I, I for me, I kind of have categories. So just to kind of like, quote unquote, get through the day, you know, so I don't have a meltdown at any <laughs> random point would be things like taking a bath. Um, I was really ill and that just became like a staple. Um, going for a walk in the sun is great. Uh, hiking, I love hiking, not aggressive hiking, but just being in nature. Um, I would say those are probably like some of the top ways. Um, I love going on trips. I think travel is going to be right up there. So that gives me something to look forward to having a trip plan, even if it's just two day, one day, week long. Um, for my birthday weekend, I'm going down to the Detroit area and having a dinner with a whole bunch of women and I'll just shop. I don't know. I might not. I might lay in the hotel and sleep. So like for me, travel is huge. And then I would say connection 
uh, with like-minded people. So a lot of my self-care <clears throat> travels involves connecting with other people, but I do need time to myself and uh, to decompress. So, yeah. yeah, you were on that trip last week and you sent me a picture of you by the, by the pool. And you're like, I was going to do this and this and this. And I decided, nope, I'm just going to be today. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> no, isn't that funny how we're still programmed? Like I'm on vacation or I'm on a trip. So I should go hiking. Like, like this whole train of thought was I'm in Arizona and I'm by the mountains. And if I don't go, that's wrong. And then I was like, wait a minute, who's even putting this in my brain? Like the first day I just laid by the pool in the hot tub and, um, yeah, it was, it was fabulous. It was, it was very, um, you know, we talk about recharging our battery, but it really was very recharging to have that first day just to relax. And I also turned off my brain, <clears throat> which I don't do much. And so it was fabulous. I think a lot of the, what's going on in her head is just her own self-talk, you know? So, and then the next day I did go hiking cause I felt like it. Um, and then I was on the beach in Mexico. So it was fabulous. Yeah. Any, uh, since you've talked a little bit about trips and stuff, and I'd say, you know, many of the women that, that join in, even just going to dinner by themselves is scary at the beginning. So a trip probably is just mind blowing uh, to be able to do that. And I remember your reluctancy when you went on your first one and then man, to turn around and do another one, you know, so, so close to that. Do you have any tips or pointers for anybody that um, is considering doing a solo trip? Yes. First awesome. of all, start with the dinners or start going, you know, like the first couple of times I did something by myself. And before my second marriage, I did a lot by myself. So it was just getting back into the groove, basically. But I just went to a local restaurant in town and sat at the bar and got some food. And the tip is kind of like anything in life if you get over your fear and do it one time, it'll be easier the next time. And it's just that first time, you know? Um, so my trip in November, I cried the whole day. I was like going to cancel it and everything. But when I did it and got there, I was so happy. So I think you just have to take the step and overcome the fear. There's really no magic answer or solution that I know of just, just doing it. And then it almost becomes addictive in a good way. So, um, wow. As I'm talking to you, I'm realizing how far, you know, this journey has taken me and I'm super grateful um, because now I'm, I'm like, I'm going to plan three trips this year. <laughs> <laughs> and my kids are like, can I come? I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a better mom for you when I go and have my own time. Right. It's true. It's true. Well, you know, we say that like we read all the articles and the blogs about self-care and put your mask on first. But I don't think it was just this knowledge I had. It never really like went into my heart or my being. And now it's like in me. It's like, okay, I really am a better person for my clients, for everybody when I put myself first. So I'm loving it. That's awesome. I'm really so, proud of you. I thought that, oh, this is kind of selfish. Like it's all about me, but I, it's a, it's a journey and it's okay. And, and sometimes people will say things like, you know, they'll say little comments like, really, you went on another trip? I'm like, my goal in life is to see how many trips I can go on. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Yeah, I was in a group not too long ago, and they were talking about solo dating as well. And they said, when you're trying to figure out, you know, something to do for yourself and solo date is also look at where you're jealous of. Like if somebody's, you're jealous of somebody taking a trip, maybe that's the thing you need to do to fill your cup. That may be the next thing you need to look into. So their comments might be the thing that they need and they're just not doing for themselves. Um, So that's just a thought that I had when you said that. That is interesting. I, I could see that. I think another thing is, is it might not always look the same. So I might think this is Saturday. I don't have the kids. What am I going to do? I don't have any houses to show. Well, maybe I, maybe that day solo date challenge is me painting my dining room. So it's fresh, but maybe another day that same thing wouldn't fill my cup. So that is, that was hard for me to figure out in the, in the beginning, it was like, I don't know. I don't know what will fill my cup. It's kind of experimentation. And, you know, I might think going to Costco with a friend is going to fill my cup and then it drains me. So it's just kind of learning just like anything else. It definitely it's trial and error and that's what we talked about is let's say you took yourself on a solo date and it didn't go the way you wanted or or you didn't like it well well you now know that you know you learned right. something new about yourself and that's okay it's not a failure if you you tried something and and that's what it is it's getting out of these ruts of this like oh gosh man if life is not good today there are things we can do you know okay. and, and move to that so um you kind of mentioned some of the blocks, but I just wanted to see if there was anything else. Did you have any blocks around solo dating uh, before you got started? Well, we, we've talked about the guilt. I think just the, um, trying to how I can make this concise. I didn't grow up in a situation where I could put my needs first ever. So a big block literally was just learning how to put my own needs first or even second, <laughs> like just not having this mindset that there's something wrong with it that is selfish I would always feel like that is selfish and I'm sure it can be off balance where I do know moms that you know they go party every week they're not they're not attentive to their children but that's not me so I had to really be like okay that's not you just because you went for a walk or took yourself to dinner when you had your kids you know I do most of the stuff when I don't have them but sometimes when you have your kids you still need a minute (laughs) You probably need it more. So, um, yeah, I think the block is not feeling like it's selfish, especially raised in the church situation. There's this laying down your life and putting others first. You really can't do any of that until you put yourself first. And it seems so backwards, but I do much better helping others now that I'm putting myself first. I don't tell them that, but I've experienced it. So, for me, it's just idea that it's it's really not selfish to do that. Absolutely, no, I love that, uh, and I relate to that. You know, you and I are both twos on the enneagram, <laughs> so that is uh, one of those things that the hurdles that we have to overcome of this feeling like it's selfish to do that. Um, but you know, you mentioned religious backgrounds that you know, so we have to love ourselves. We do like it is in scripture that we need to do that because we can't. We can't pour into others if we're if we're not there. We, you know, we're not whole people um, without doing that. But there is um, there's a lot of energy around. No, you you have to be the martyr basically, and like that's not that's not the case. Um, I think for me too, I I've lost a lot of resentment because let's say I wasn't taking care of myself at all, and I went to a ladies' gathering, and someone wanted to pour their heart out to me, and I would help them. 
but then I would kind of feel resentful because I was always so empty. So now when I help people, it's coming out of kind of, I'm not always overflow, but at least there's something in there left when I'm done typically. Um, So I wish I could verbalize that to a lot of my female friends. Like, you know, uh, you, you really can give so much more and you can give out of a different place and you don't have these negative feelings afterwards that you're used or whatever. And I really learned about, I always wondered why I had so much resentment and anger because I love helping people. And now I'm like, Oh, cause I was empty all the time. So <laughs> it's, it's good. That's awesome. No, I appreciate that you said that. Um, Cause yeah, we talk about that a lot, like pouring and you know, everybody's like, you can't pour from an empty cup, but then the other part is, man, you can pour some beautiful stuff from the overflow. So like, if you really can fill your cup, that overflow is so much more beautiful than what we get from that dry cup, you know, that we're just trying to put that little squeeze, that little drop. It's like a, what is that? That little shop of horrors when he squeezes out that little drop of blood. It's like, that's what we were doing. And now we're like floodgate, you know, now we have that energy to pour into people and it's so much more (coughs) of a blessing for everybody than it is pouring from that little drop of blood that we got left. Right. Even on my trip, I was able to pour into my friend that I stayed with. Um, and, but it didn't feel like a burden or like an obligation or like, well, I'm staying here. So I should, it just naturally flowed, you know? And I thought, wow, this is a lot. I've been missing my whole life. This flip flop, you know, this, this different mindset, this different belief system, Um, but our culture is so anti that in general, I mean, um, yeah, it's good. I can't wait to go on the next trip next month. (laughs) We're flipping the script, aren't we? We (laughs) So, uh, I guess uh, the next question was, what are you looking forward to? Um, I think I'm looking forward to more trips and more solo dates, but I think I'm looking forward to, hmm, um, being in life in general, whatever you, whatever. I think on this topic, it would be showing other people what I've learned, but not by preaching at them or telling them just, um, I have a lot of friends that are still married or whatever. And there's this concept, they can't do it because they're in the relationship and why not? Why, why not still, you know, take yourself out for the day and, um, maybe help them see the benefits just be an example so yeah i agree with that i think it would save marriages you know oh geez yeah because no matter how good the man is the best man in the world can't give you everything that you need and they don't give you what friendships give you and there's just there's pieces that that are missing in your puzzle that you get from other solo dates and friendships and whatever and so that would lower this pressure that you may be putting on your spouse to fulfill something that they're never going to be able to fulfill. Absolutely. And they're not meant to, they're just not, they're not meant to, we are meant to be in community with other people and we are meant to learn to, you know, validate ourselves and, and give us self-love. It, it's not their job to do all of that. (laughs) I'll even say with the bath, it's going to sound silly, but I was, I just take the bath. I have essential oils and meditation and stuff. And one, one bath, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, I really felt like, you know, God or my higher power was like, don't do the meditation today. I want you just to enjoy this tub and enjoy yourself. Like, look at your arms, look at your legs, notice your skin. And I thought, well, this is awkward. But 
by the end of it, it was like noticing my own beauty and like even stretch marks. Like you had four kids, like that's giving life. Like, and there's the first time in my adult life I've ever looked at my own body and liked it instead of hating it. And it was, I mean, I was crying by the end. I was like, this is great. Like, I don't need a guy to tell me you're beautiful. Basically I'm noticing my own beauty. And at first I was like, this is messed up. (laughs) But by the end I was like, okay, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. You know, really loving myself because I think women are so judgmental of their bodies and just noticing all the, even just the health of it, like everything works and, and um, I could be in this tub and I could wash my own skin. And it was, it was really good. So that bath solo date challenge, that, that solo date of a bath really kind of went up a level and, um, you know, it's great when your husband or your boyfriend says you smell good or you look beautiful or your skin's nice, but what there's something different about doing it to yourself and really believing it. So I just got chills when you were saying that. So I know that was real. Like that is beautiful. It's those simple things. I still don't care for stretch marks and I don't really want people to see them, but I, I, they're there from giving life. Like who else can give life to four four kids like it's it's love and so yeah it was cool I'm thankful I love it that's so beautiful (laughs) um so what is you kind of touched on this a little bit but what's life like now from when you started this journey to kind of where you're you're at now how is your life different and and how's it show up in your relationships and your family and work and and all of that um for me it has really helped me there's other things that have been going on during this time and in my journey that are real parallel, but, you know, therapy and new friendships. So the solo date fits so perfectly into that. Um, I think my life is different because I'm more relaxed. I'm more calm and Every day I'm, I, I say to myself now, and I never used to do this, what are, there's no expectations. I don't have to meet anybody else's expectations. I don't have to overachieve because I'm a big overachiever. Today isn't about what I can accomplish. It's just about being who I am. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically there's a lot of transition with Solo Day Challenge, but other things, all these things together mm-hmm. are teaching me you've probably heard the saying to really be a human being, not a human doing. And I was the queen of being all about what I can do, what I can accomplish. And if I didn't accomplish whatever, then I didn't have value. So now I just have value from being, and it's very relaxing. (laughs) My life is a lot less stressful. And I realized that it wasn't people putting that pressure on me. I was doing it to myself. Um, And the more that I don't do that to myself, the more other people don't. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm learning this as I'm telling you, like, you know, it's kind (laughs) of it's kind of coming to me as I'm telling you, even my clients are a little more chill or patient about stuff. And so that energy and that vibe is just kind of spilling over. Um, So, yeah, it's not really about what we can accomplish. I mean, accomplishment is great, but we still have value if we're if we're doing nothing if we're laying by the pool so yeah that energy is different right 
and, and energy that comes back to you when you shift that. Like you said, your clients are are different with you, and uh, you know, I'm sure your children in certain aspects are different, and um, it's that being, uh, and that's that's part of my journey is learning how to be a being and not a, just a doing. <laughs> so I understand. For my oldest daughter, because I, you know, was in my 20s when I had her, and so I raised her a lot different than the other ones because I didn't know I always had to have a clean house and a perfect everything. And so she's a lot like me. She, she's overachiever. She gets stressed about stuff. And I like her now seeing me in a different spot and I'm hoping it can spill over on her. Like it's okay to rest and it's okay to not be perfect. And it's okay to get a B instead of an A, you know? So um, my prayer is that she'll, she'll glean some of this by watching me. Um, Absolutely. What a beautiful inspiration. Uh, absolutely. And I've loved watching your journey for sure. Um, thank, thank you for sharing all that. Um, so any advice for anybody that's curious about solo dating, if they've never experienced it or they're kind of cautious about it or, or what have you, any advice that you would give to somebody that's curious? I would say, what do you have to lose? You don't have anything to lose trying it. Just go for it. I don't have spectacular advice, but what do you have to lose? Because really the thing that only you have to lose is a lot of negative <laughs> guilt, shame, pressure, stress, and um, you'll start to discover yourself. It's great. Mm-hmm. So there's a big difference between me now and four years ago. I wouldn't have even wanted to be stuck by myself. Now I don't feel like I'm stuck with myself. I think I kind of like myself. I'm kind of cool. This is fun. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Michelle, you know, I really appreciate you sharing your, your story and your journey with me and, and anybody else that's listening. It's, um, I know just our, our friendship and, and watching you has really helped me in, in so many ways. And, um, you know, I love that we're kind of battle buddies in this and that we get, we don't have to do this alone. What, while solo dating is a solo event, um, it, it is, but it's not, you know, with our group, we have that support. We, you know, you're, you're stronger together. You're not alone in this, um, as much as we think that we are. And, um, and you've been, we don't even live close to each other and we've been on this amazing journey and developed these beautiful friendships along the way. We have, and, and to just add a piece to that, when I posted, I was going on the trip and then I got this super great deal to spend the weekend in Mexico it was so awesome to get hundreds of comments and encouragements. Like, you know, that's a different, if I would have put that on my personal page, I wouldn't have gotten that. I would have got some of that, but this was like genuine, like, this is awesome. We're so happy for you. Like, I want to come, you know, like sincere. Um, you could feel the sincerity and how people were excited and happy that you're, you're doing this. And, I think we need that. I think women need that and our personalities need that. So I would say, you know, there's a different support than you would just get sharing it with your, you know, with your friends. <coughs> Excuse me. Absolutely. Well, before we wrap it up, if there, do you have any final thoughts or anything that maybe uh, that's come up for you that you wanted to share? I just want to leave that open for you. I just want to say thank you for having me on and for doing the solo date challenge. I mean, I think when you started it from what you shared with me, you really took a step out to do this. And I think it's impacting lots of women. And um, so I'm just grateful. Thank you, Michelle. I really appreciate you being on today and being on this awesome journey with me. And I'm so proud to watch what you have done over the past like year and a half or two years that we've known each other. It's just been this beautiful 
journey. I think you mentioned butterfly. Like I think it's we we were all little caterpillars and now we're turning into we butterflies and uh and we're just soaring. We're flying high. We and, are. Uh, and it brings it brings me a lot of joy to see the other women soaring too. Yeah. It really does. And for anybody who's interested in it, I've made a couple really good friends. I've made lots of friends in the group, but like I've even made a friend in another country. Like I would have never even thought that. So it's definitely worth the, the investment. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you, Michelle. I love you. And we will talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Before we wrap it up for the day, I want to leave you with this question. How are you going to intentionally fill your cup today? We believe you are worth it. We are so glad you joined us today on the Solo Date Challenge podcast. We hope you are leaving inspired and fulfilled. If you like what you heard, please leave a review or comment on the show and share this with the women in your life. Let's face it, we can all use a little encouragement. Feel free to reach out to us directly if you would like to be a guest on the show, have an idea for an episode, or have any questions. We love honest feedback. Until next time, have a blessed day. Today's episode is sponsored by the book 12 Steps Spiritual Recovery by author James Christopher Cohn, available on Amazon.com. 12 Step Spiritual Recovery is an inclusive 12-step recovery program for all. If you are on a healing journey and you are looking for more or better out of life, or you are needing additional support, come check out TSSR. Visit the 12stepspiritualrecovery.com website or Facebook and Instagram for more information. Look for hashtag TSSR.